Hey, gorgeous! Welcome back to the Fruitful Mama podcast. I wonder if you wonder how people that we you look up to in this online space when you look at them and you're like, "Wow, that person made it." And it, it doesn't have to be a person who's making millions of dollars. It could be a mama who's just done it. Who, if you made as much money as she did, or maybe a little bit less than what she did, like you'd just be so happy and. I don't know about you, but back when I started my online journey, this was, I'm talking back when I was, when I thought I was going to be an influencer and hop on Flamingo Floaties and snap pictures for a living. So like circa 2016, 17, I want to say, I really wondered, what is it? What is the secret that these people have that they're not sharing? There has to be something. And I have been searching for this thing. What is this thing? that people understand that they do that makes them have their big break. And I just want to share with you today what my journey has been like because I am at a point now where if you told me six years ago that I would be, I don't think I would have believed because I just didn't see a way. So in today's episode, I'm really going to share my journey with you. And I hope that the biggest takeaway for you is that as you see, there's nothing about my journey where you can pinpoint and say, oh, that's it. That girl got her big break right there. You know, she went viral. This thing happened or somebody helped her out. No, there is none of it. And I know sometimes it's easy for us to be on the outside looking in and say, oh, but that person had success because of this, because of whatever. And it wasn't like that for me. I've been working really hard for a very long time and I'm at a position now where I'm home with my babies. I am the sole breadwinner of this household. My husband is a stay-at-home dad and he takes care of our two homeschooling kids while I work. So I want to share this with you, mama, because not too long ago, I was wondering, how do I make this happen? How can I make money from home and not live wondering, like in fear, how are we going to pay for this? How am I going to buy the things I want to buy, which by the way, it's not like anything bougie or grand. It's like organic food because I'm a hippie. I like organic stuff. So I want to share my journey with you to give you a perspective. Now, mama, I just want to remind you that today is January 19th. And if you're listening to this live, today is the day that I am doing my free workshop. And if you're ready to learn and if you're ready to pretty much hop on a free coaching call with me, then today is the day, sister friend, you still have time to join. The class goes live or not goes live. We're doing it live. So it happens at 11 a.m. Eastern. So you still have time to sign up if you're listening to this early enough. So head over to the link in the show notes or bit.ly slash Etsy workshop 2022. And that will take you to the same sign up page for you to come and join me in this very awesome free workshop that I'm hosting. And this workshop is all around the only seven things that you need to build a successful business. only seven things you need. That's it. Nothing more. You don't need to overcomplicate this whole system because as you have heard, I am a mom. I am a homeschooling mom. And yeah, my husband is a stay-at-home dad. So it's not like I'm doing everything by myself, but it's still him and I here in North Florida with no help, just doing this thing. So if you want to come over and learn what I'm going to share, just sign up. It's free. And it's basically a very awesome and free coaching call that you're going to get for me. Okay, mama, let's go back to the beginning for those of you who don't know me, okay? So first things first is that I grew up, I was born and raised in Brazil in a very small town, like tiny, tiny little dot 
in the state of Sao Paulo, okay, not the city because I'm not that cool, and my parents got divorced when I was three years old, and I pretty much grew up without my dad in my life, maybe not so much of him, but because my mom made sure that I would have no relationship with my dad. So my childhood was a tough childhood. My family went as far as to say that my dad had died. And when I was around five years old, I saw him at the bank and I freaked out. So this is the kind of childhood that I grew up with. I mentioned in this podcast a lot of times that I have a lot of trauma from my childhood. So if you can imagine that I grew up in a family where people tell you that your dad died just so you don't, they don't have to deal with you with your sadness that you don't want to have your dad in your life. This is probably the easiest part of my childhood was that just to give you an idea, okay? And then when I was in my early teens, I want to say 13, 14, we moved to the US. And let me just tell you that my entire life in Brazil, it was very tough. And I was always a poor kid. My mom worked at a college and because she worked at this college I got a scholarship to go to like the sister school that was from elementary down I don't know high school whatever and it was a private school that only rich kids got to go to and I only went because again I got a scholarship and I was always the poor kid who couldn't buy anything who just a kid that everybody pointed to and people knew she's the poor girl and then we moved here to the US and my mom cleaned houses, okay? And for the longest time on weekends, she would drag me along with her. And I hated that so much because as a teenager, I would go to people's house with teenagers living there. And here was my peers were sleeping in until 11 and I was cleaning their house. Again, I was kind of like living out this life of the poor girl. I get it in retrospect why my mom did it because she just needed it. She wasn't trying to be mean or punish me, but at the time it was just what was happening. But as a teenager, I didn't get it. I didn't understand it. I was just mortified and embarrassed and I don't know, I felt shame. And anyway, the list goes on. I went to college around 20-ish, like 2021, actually no, 21, because my immigration paperwork was still like in the run. It was still processing and it took forever. So it wasn't until then that I was able to go to college. And it really sucked for me because I had no idea when I was in high school that it wasn't going to happen for me. So I, I always worked really hard. My life with my mom was still very tough through my teen years. It was just my mom and I, and she made it very hard for me. So I just poured myself into the school and learning because I just wanted to get out. And Honestly, I have, to, I have to be honest here. I think I studied because I didn't want to deal with my mom, not because I thought that school was going to be the way out. Honestly, I was just counting the days until I got married and I was hoping that a man was going to come and save me. And of course, like a rich man was going to come and save me because, you know, growing up, at least in my Brazilian household, I was always taught that you marry well and a man takes care of you. So I was never really taught to be on my own and take care of myself and go after my dreams. I go to school for culinary arts and my family's bashing me this whole entire time because I shouldn't go study culinary. There's something better for me to do out there. And I had zero support from my family. Surprisingly, I had support from my mom, the rest of my family, which if you're a South American, your extended family is your family. There's no such a thing as aunts and uncles. Like it's everybody's one huge family. You might, it, they might as well be your moms and your brothers and your sisters because it's just one big thing. Everybody has an opinion about your life. So through trials and errors and honestly just my family pushing me out of the career that I was in because obviously after culinary school I just started cooking you know so I got to cook for very awesome chefs in South Florida 
but it came to a point where I just couldn't take it anymore. And I went back to school to study dietetics and nutrition. And at that point, my life was slightly better. You know, I was living on my own. I had my car. I had a nice job. I was going back to school, pursuing my, my bachelor's and whatever. And I had a little bit of money saved. And that's when, you know, if you know the story, I went to, I went backpacking in um, Europe. I met my husband. And long story short, three months after, we found out we were pregnant. So then that's when, and this is a part of the story where my husband and I get married because he needed a way to stay in the country. And he was here on a tourist visa. So that wasn't the whole goal for him to, to come and stay. It was just, we were doing the long distance thing. And then meanwhile, we get pregnant. So then that's when we get married and we have a kid. And meanwhile, because my husband couldn't work, legally, my husband could not work because I was applied for his um, green card at the time. I had to quit the nice job that I had, which wasn't like a fancy job by any means. I was maybe making 30000 a year at that point, which to me, it was a whole lot of money. But I had to quit the job and to go work at Whole Foods at the juice bar because this job that I had required me to drive all over and I just really couldn't. I was doing nutrition education. It was a nonprofit and I really just couldn't drive. I had the worst morning sickness ever. So, you know, I had to quit and I was the only person who could work because again, if you're going through an immigration process, you just can't work. So my husband was home and I had to work. And because I had to prove that I could support my husband in, uh, financially because that's how he works as an American citizen. I have to prove to the government that I can, that my husband is not going to be a burden on the government. So I have to prove that I, ha I make enough money to sponsor him. So the only place that my husband and I could afford at that time was a studio apartment. I don't know, 300 square feet. It was tiny. It was one room and a bathroom in the, a really bad neighborhood, you guys. Imagine a bad neighborhood and time set by 10. There were like rats outside. There were raccoons on the roof. The neighbor next door. That wasn't even the bad part. The neighbor next door was a drug dealer. Cops would knock on our door. Like it was bad, you guys. Anyway, and then this was 2015. Then my husband was, I stopped working to stay home with my baby. And then my husband, at that point, he had his green card. He started working. He started off doing food delivery. And then he he had a love for photography. So he started working on that passion. So then my husband would do food delivery. And then he would also do, he would be, be like a second shooter for photographers and stuff like that. So my husband was always gone and I was home taking care of my baby, you know, living in this bad neighborhood. And it was just what we had to do. And then thankfully, little by little, we were just able to save up. We broke the lease in that apartment and then we moved into something nicer. My mom also did help financially at that point because, you know, she saw how bad the neighborhood was. And then around 2016, we were living in a nicer place and in a, in a different part of town. It was like really nice. Anyway, Boca Raton, if you're curious where there was in South Florida. So it was a nice place of town. It wasn't like super fancy, but it was just nice. It was safe. So then 2016, that's when I, I kind of become really aware of influencer and the things that you can do and you can get paid to like post pictures and stuff. I didn't really understand the industry well, well back then, but I thought this is it. This is going to be my thing. And of course, it didn't really turn out to be my thing because your girl doesn't like social media. It's just not my thing. It hasn't really been for a while. I just never really understood it. And 2018, that's when we opened our Amazon store and we thought we were going to be rich. So then we launched, I want to say we started the process in January and then April, I think that was the official launch in May or no, March we launched and in May, my husband and I just looked at each other and we were with so much conviction. We were like, we're going to be so rich. Just quit your job. My husband was sick and tired of his job. And I was just at home with two babies at that point. 
And I was like, yeah, baby, let, let's just do it. It's going to be so awesome. And it wasn't, you guys. It took us two years for us to hit the, the six-figure mark. So it takes time for these things to happen. If somebody's telling you it's going to be overnight, it's not right, okay? It's not true. Anyway, guys, we struggled for a while. If you think about it, it wasn't until 2020 that we hit that six-figure and consistent income was coming in. And I launched my Etsy shop. And that Etsy shop quickly hit five figures. And mama, I'm telling you all this story because I want you to understand that I have been on a journey, I want to say since I was pregnant. That's when I started thinking about like, what can I do? What business can I have? What is something? In 2016, I was like, I'm going to become an influencer. But look at all this time. We're in 2022 now. So that's a lot of time, four, five, six years. Your girl's not very good with math. but it's been a while and now I'm at a point where I am working and my husband is home and the bills are paid. We're doing fine. And by the way, it's not we're swimming in money like that duck from Disney. I always forget his name, but we're not at that stage. Like the day you see me with the Tesla, that's when you know that Juliana made it real big. For now, we still live very simply. And honestly, I think we're always going to live very simply just because we're hippies and that's just kind of like the lifestyle that we live. But what is the secret to making it? Like, what is it that I understood now that I now understand that I didn't for like all this time? And mama, you're probably not going to like this answer. But the thing of it is, is my mindset. My mindset and believing that I could and believing that I have everything within me to make this happen. When I understood that, like that was the thing that clicked for me that made me understand, yes. This is it. And it was when I understood that I have what it takes to do this. And when I need, because I have been wanting to, to make this happen for a while now, this has been my dream. Like I can go back through journals, like years and years of journals. And, I, and I'm writing down that I want to be the sole breadwinner for the house. I want to make money and have my husband take care of the kids and like work himself and, and do his things. That was just always something that I wanted to do. And now came to fruition this past couple of months it came to fruition and I was thinking about this the other day because I remember like thinking what is it like what is the secret what what do these people know that I don't what is the book that they're reading that that I haven't read and driving myself crazy and this is it mama it's the mindset it's believing that you actually can and using the power of visualization which is very challenging for me to just sit here and do all these things and I'm not suggesting that this is some woo-woo thing not it at all I have parts of me that are a little bit woo but that's not what I'm saying here it's just the power of me understanding how powerful I am how knowledgeable I am and actually being able to turn all of that and like internalize it and send it out at the same time because here's the thing I know how to do these things I am fully capable of doing these things I am a strong, smart, capable woman. I have been through so much in my life and have learned so much. I am qualified. And for so long, I held myself back for fear of what people are going to say about me, what my family is going to say about me, just fear of the unknown and just fear in general. But I have been working on myself so hard. And you no, know, 2021 was like a huge eye opener for me so many so so much change in my life in, to, in 2021 and I wish that I had understood this sooner but honestly my husband always says and I think this is a Chinese proverb that 
when the student is ready, the teacher appears. And I feel like these lessons were always there in my life. I just didn't have the maturity to understand. And I also, it's a combination of things, you know, like I'm seeing a therapist. I have been taking care of my mind for a while. I am becoming more intentional, more aware. You know, I consider myself a very self-aware person, but just always working on, on that awareness too. And just growing and expanding and believing in myself and and that's really what it comes down to because mama when you believe in yourself there's nothing that can stop you nothing and when the going gets rough you get back up and you dust yourself off and you keep going like you don't even care like you don't even care that you tripped and everybody was looking at you and laughing like you just get up again and you go even though nobody understands you and everybody's thinking you're crazy you just keep going so mama this episode is to tell you that the power is within you. And I know it sounds so woo-woo and you're like, girl, but I, I, this is what I want and, and I think I can do it, but you have to really believe it, really believe it and wear that. Pretend it's a cape and you're going to wear that cape. And this needs to become part of your identity that you know you're unstoppable and that you're strong and that you're capable and you get things done and you're the type of woman who sets her mind to something and nothing nothing can distract her. And mama, I shared my story for the majority of this episode because I need you to understand that there's nothing special about me. I was not born rich. I was not born to like entrepreneurial parents. I don't know. I didn't go viral. Like there's nothing about me that screams like, oh my gosh, that's right there. That's when she made it. No, I just worked hard. I stayed Focus. Even when it wasn't easy to stay focused, I focused. Even when I thought that doing the next best thing was the way to go, I stayed focused. And things turned around for me when I started believing myself and I understood just how powerful I am, just how much is inside of me that I can share with the world. And I really started to harness that power. I'm going to share a book with you that I think can really help you. And that is The You Are Badass by Jen Sincero read that book. And this is one of the books that I read on repeat, like seriously on repeat, because it just helped me understand. And and I honestly go back and listen to that book very often. And there's always something new that I learn. And I feel like that book, at least for me, that was the one thing that I feel like it helped me understand. And sometimes when there's a book that has an impact on me, I will read that book on repeat because there's so many lessons that you get to listen again and again and again, and you learn something new every single time. So that's a book that I'm going to recommend if you're looking for something like tangible that you can do right now. The way that she has her book, it's not only funny, but it's super helpful too. So You Are Badass by Jesse Sincero. It's not a new book by any means. I think it's been out for a while, but I actually didn't get my hands on it until, I don't know, fairly recent, probably... I remember being in Italy in 2021 when I downloaded that book. So hopefully that book, if you get it, it can help you just really channel your inner badass and it'd be helpful, you know, and mama, believe, trust in yourself, do the work, understand that every single thing that has happened in your life is a lesson. And it's funny because if you go back and listen to a few episodes ago that I did, uh, I talked about doing product research for a product for you to sell on Etsy. Even if you are just dropping on this episode, like randomly, and your thing is not really Etsy, I want you to go back and listen to that episode because here's the thing. That episode is going to teach you to go inward and discover the things in your life, the lessons you have learned, the skills that you have, 
just the beautiful person that you are. Hopefully that exercise is going to bring it out for you to really understand just how powerful, just how knowledgeable, just how much, you know, and that episode is episode 171 that you can go back and listen to. And it's just a fun exercise, again, that will really help you. Uh, even if you're not selling on Etsy or Amazon, but you you just want to get your real starting about what you, what is your thing, that's going to be a great start. And mama, promise me, And promise yourself that from here on out, you're going to prioritize you and your dreams and start believing in yourself. And you don't have to have anybody behind your back. Listen, for the longest time, my husband wasn't behind my back. Like he didn't understand. And not because my husband is a jerk. My husband is the sweetest guy ever, like sweetest guy ever. I couldn't have dreamed up a better man, honestly, but because he's trying to protect me from like heartbreak and he has his own fears as well. So Understand that if you have a partner, a boyfriend, a husband right now who doesn't really understand what what it is you're doing, just keep going, keep showing up and stop putting all this pressure on other people to support you because at the end of the day, it's all about you. If I had, I don't know, when I was at cooking, like seven years, no, eight years ago, I don't even know you guys, it's been so long, but back when I was an aspiring chef, if I had removed myself from my family and the guy I was dating at the time and just completely trusting myself that I had it what it took to be a professional professional chef I would have made it I just didn't get it at the time and quite thankfully I'm so glad I'm out because at the end of the day I'm glad that I get to stay home with my babies you know if you ever worked in a kitchen as a cook or as a waitress you just know it's just not good it's I mean it's fun to be a waitress but it's so much work anyway the point is is that mama you are the answer okay there's no secret the secret is that you just have to believe and you have to go after your dreams and show up and not get distracted and if you show up live to this workshop today you're going to learn the seven things that you need so that you don't get distracted so that you don't get overwhelmed so that you don't start trying 10 different things 20 different things and give up on all of them because that's the fastest road to burnout so I hope you join me and I hope this episode was inspiring to you whether or not you you are a mama selling on Etsy trying to sell on Etsy or on Amazon or Shopify doesn't matter Share this with other mamas because I know out there there's a mama with a baby on the boob and a toddler running around and she's just wondering like if I just make $3,000 a month that's going to cover everything and my husband can come home. Like I know that this mama is out there because this was me, I don't know, six years ago. So I know that this mama is out there and I know that this episode can help. And my entire mission on this episode or not this episode, but this podcast is to be the fruitful mama and pass that along to you because we are all fruitful mamas, okay? We are amazing beings, we are powerful, we are strong, we can do hard things, including making so much money that we get to retire our husbands and make an impact and stay home with our babies and do whatever else we want to do with the money that we make. Anyway, mama, I love you. Stay strong, stay committed, stay focused. Until next time, may you be wrapped in peace, love and kindness, and I will catch you in the next episode. Bye! Hey mama, I really, really hope that this episode has blessed you in some way. And if you did, would you please be so kind as to leave me a review on Apple. Your review is literally the number one way that you can thank me for all the work, for all the love that I put into these episodes. Also, if you loved listening to today's episode, I can guarantee you that you're going to love working with me. So head over to my website, julianabrabadi.com to see all the ways that I can help you. And I can't wait to talk to you soon. Bye.